Welcome to Helpful Good Presents, a games and gaming podcast. Just a heads up, this podcast might very well contain adult situations and language. So if you're a child, or if you just don't like that kind of thing, please plug your ears now. Uh, but also, keep listening. Life is a paradox. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to Goats and Dragons. Our goats. Uh, um, <laughs> Hello and <laughs> welcome to Helpful Goat presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist. It's a totally different stream. Uh, it's the stream where Helpful Goat Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to burp a deer, kill my friends, <laughs> and it's we're bringing, we're bringing the A games tonight. Oh man. Well, anyway, I'm Andy Gilbert, <laughs> the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming. But tonight, I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Galway, playing the kobold monk Squirm. Hey, everybody. Adam, playing the halfling paladin Silver. Hello, hello. Lena, playing the half drow artificer Amelia. Hi. Well, please, I'm pulling the human weather, Lysandra. My blue veined loins are girded. Jesus Can we just yeah. can we call this one a wash? And just all go to bed early? No. We're going to have fun. All right, look, it's going to be good. Look, everybody, they, they adventured. They got some hijinks. I'll, I'll post a summary. Monty's concerned and asking, is <laughs> any of us are any of us, Monty? Oh, gosh. I'm crying. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, um, we've, we've begun to publish our, our adventures in podcast form. You can find the normal campaign in Goats and Dragons, but we have this second oh. podcast. Where we go ahead and play shorter campaigns, some one shots, maybe even talk about D&D. And that's called Helpful Goat Presents. Uh, and thank you so much to those who follow the channel. We super appreciate the support. Uh, and if you like what you see, and tell your friends. Go ahead and tweet at us. Give us a chat. That's what the kids say. Definitely. That's definitely what the kids say. All right. I like how <laughs> Lena's already slipping into Amelia's voice. <laughs> no, that's just Lena's deadpan sarcasm voice. They're kind of the same, but I know. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway let's <laughs> let's jump into the uh, the wonderful Waterdeep Dragon Heist with a bit of a recap of last time. So, as you all worked hard to be dutiful citizens of Waterdeep. Strong forces are clearly at work in the city. But to what end? You've been gathering, slowly, information about the Zentarum and Xanathar's guilds who are flexing their informative and influential muscles. On Silver's Oath Day, he summoned for Randall, and as he eventually got out of bed, he noticed some shouts from outside. Shouts that sounded like they were calling for all of you. And then there was an incredible explosion. 
the blast that was set off just in front of your establishment and that had blown out most of your southern-facing windows sadly also took 13 lives. The disturbance was horrific and its effect rocked Trollskull Alley. As you began to investigate, just before the City Watch arrived, you noticed several interesting things. One, that a dwarf you had seen before was among the dead. Two, he had some excrement on the bottom of his boots. Three, it seemed someone had already gone through his pockets, but left a bag of gold by the time you had got there. Also, among the dead, sadly, was Randall. And as it was Silver's Oath Day, this... <laughs> My phone keeps beaming. I was like, <laughs> someone's Sorry. phone is blowing up. <laughs> Let's uh, turn that off. At least it's not your ringtone. What was that earlier? It was X going to give it to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks I'm not for the reminder. Yeah. <laughs> And three, it seems someone had already gone through his pockets but left his bag of gold behind. Among the dead, sadly, was Randall. Uh, And as it was Silver's Oath Day, and this was an incredibly important moment, Silver, half-dazed from the trauma of it all, headed to the Temple of the Vigilant Eyes. There, still cut from blown glass and blood on his hands and soot smeared across his face, he entered the temple and proclaimed his oath as one of vengeance. After, Silver went to his mother's to confront her about not being at the ceremony and telling her about Randall. She, while acting incredibly weird, seemed in various stages of awareness uh, about the events transpiring. Ultimately, she was no help, and Silver left his childhood home, feeling all of a sudden very, very far away. Meanwhile, the rest of you had gone back to Trollskull Alley and began to investigate on your own terms. You began to speak to eyewitnesses and a few of the city watch that were lingering around. But now, let us pick up again with Silver. Silver, as you walk through the streets of Waterdeep, the sounds of which I'm about to play for you. (laughs) There we go. Generally unaware of the stares and the side comments that pertain to you from passersby, your breath catches as the pressure in your chest feels heavier and heavier. The emotion is palpable. And you find yourself now standing somehow across the street from a roped off sewer entrance. You are somewhere in the docks ward and you realize that your wandering feet have brought you to the site of the dung sweepers attack that attack you were supposed to protect them from. Silver, what is it you'd like to do? 
I would like to first mourn my my entire state, my my earlier irresponsibility and irreverence for the value of of life and of the dung sweepers. Um, and once that's over with, <laughs> do I have to roll a check, to, like yeah, a roll morning grief, check? Please? Roll for grief. <laughs> roll for mental uh, Roll for in- introspection. Introspection. No. Um, I will, um, as I'm standing there, so you said it's like roped off? Yeah, there's a, a small area that's kind of cordoned off and a small <laughs> makeshift sign on it uh, that just reads, Danger. I see, I see. Um, yeah, I'm going to investigate. Like, Silver's in, the mo- in an emotional state that he's going to disregard that sign and, uh, like, probably go into the cordoned off area and investigate and maybe okay. try to find a monster to kill <laughs> if it's there. Give me an investigation check. A 16. Uh, so you step underneath uh, the ropes and uh, move up to, to a large sewer entrance uh, where the manhole, uh, is, there, there's nothing covering this now hole in the, in the ground that leads to the sewers of the city. Uh, on the sides of it, uh, you see scratches uh, in the dirt as if, something or several somethings were were kind of scrambling in and out of this area. Um, There is a bit of blood that hasn't been cleaned up yet um, on the lip of the the entrance to this. Um, So you are pretty sure something drug uh, a couple people down this way is what the best that you can come up with. Um, do I see anybody around that I could ask, like, if they saw what happened or anything like uh, that? As you sort of look back, you do see one city watch guard kind of briskly walking toward you. Oh. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> boy. Are you? What are you doing in there? Get, get going, get out of there. It's all right, sir. I'm assigned to investigate this by the Lord's Alliance. I'm on official business. Well, let's see some identification then. You're not supposed to be in here. Um, did I get any kind of like? I mean, I guess my oath day wasn't didn't really have anything to do with the Lord's Alliance. I will show my mm-hmm. um, my like the scroll or the, the the contract, the mission that I had from the Lord's oh, Alliance. Oh, the original mission. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, the original one. I'll show he that to looks, him. Yeah, his eyes glance over the document and see the signature of Jalister Silvermane. And he folds it back up. Well, well, be careful now. Do what you need to do. Yes, thank you. What do you know about the attack that happened here? Oh, my buddy saw the whole thing. He said, uh, he said there was, uh, two of these gigantic worm-like creatures with, with all kinds of legs. And they snatched a couple of them dung sweepers and, and drug them back down. Oh, he's horrible, he said. Do you think there's any chance that they survived? 
Well, I say no. No, of course not. And have you heard of these gigantic worm-like creatures before? Are they common here in the Ducks District? Well, no, they're probably common underneath, but I don't know what's going on underneath the city, you know what I'm saying? Keep the streets clean, that's all I care about. Yes, indeed. Thank you. What was your name? Oh, my name's Fastum. Fastum? Yes. Thank you for your assistance, Fastum. Ah, anytime. Nice to meet the Lord of the Lions. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of awkwardly stick out my hand for a handshake in an attempt to like relate to another person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he grabs it and shakes it vigorously. Great. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> you sounded more downcast at that. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, I I mean, yeah. Yeah, Silver will, will go and head towards the entrance to the sewer. I don't, I'm sorry if you don't want me to be doing this. I just, no, and I'll do, do, like it, a, do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm going to do like a perception check and just okay. kind of like, I'm, I, I, I'm listening for sounds, but definitely like heading in because again, this is in the immediate, like fairly immediate aftermath of like, I mean, the, the explosion was this morning. Yeah. I headed straight to the oath ceremony. I, in that days took the oath of vengeance. I went to see mom. She was acting really strange and I feel like so messed up about everything and I'm ended up here and so yeah perception check on the sewers with the monsters in them sounds good uh, with an 11 perception um the the city around you seems a little too loud to hear anything from the sewers you're pretty sure that that um you don't hear anything or smell anything or sense anything out of the ordinary coming from this area. And this did happen a few days ago um, without anyone really going down here or following up. Um, so you don't think there's a big chance of survival. On the part of the... The dung sweepers. The dung sweepers that got pulled in. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, let's, I mean, let's get it over with. Like, I'm, I'm, like, Silver's gonna keep walking inside, like. The sewers? Into the sewers, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. He's, he's looking for the monster. I yeah. don't know. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, so it's very dark down here. Um, you're kind of looking around. You see um, sewers going left and right uh, into the bowels of the city. Um, and with my dark vision, I'm going to do one more perception check now that I'm in here and look down okay. the, both the left and the right and see if I can maybe see any of those like scratch marks or any blood trails leading one direction or the other. Sure. Nice. Yeah, with a 19 perception, then, um, you don't hear anything at this point down here. It's it's just 
oddly quiet and yeah i mean um yeah at this point uh any sort of blood would be kind of washed away by the the muck and the grime in the sewers uh without uh without kind of knowledge of 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 knowing where to go you you don't even know whether to turn left or right here at the moment um and so and i and i don't see any kind of like scratch marks or anything more notable one direction than the other you really don't no nor do you see that um yellow uh kind of handprint thing that you had been following in the sewers earlier right yeah um <clears throat> i'm gonna humor me with just one investigation check and then we'll please I'll move on from there Yeah, you're searching around. Um, you're looking in the muck. You you do see um, a leather glove just stuck into the, the grime and the muck of this place. And um, But that's kind of all you find down here at the moment. Does the glove indicate, like, is it more to the left or to the right? It is a left-handed glove. Oh, no. oh no, I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it does not indicate a direction at all. No. It was okay. just underneath the entrance. It's five feet above you. Gotcha. Um, and does the glove seem like? I mean, I, based on Silver's knowledge yeah. of dung sweepers, is this or lack thereof? Does this seem like a glove that would to silver would seem like maybe something that a, a dung sweeper would wear? Yeah, I mean, it, it uh, they certainly do wear gloves. You're not sure if this is the exact kind, um, but certainly it wouldn't be odd for this to be a part of their uniform. Okay. So, yeah, he, here's what here's what I'm thinking for silver. Um, he finds this glove. He's looking left and right. He doesn't see a clear direction to go. He, it's it's a sewer in here. It's it's filthy, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, which is not not new for him. Um, but yeah, like after the events of today, like he comes to this spot and like he's he's going to just kind of come to a stop here at this this uh, fork in the road in the in the sewers um, mm-hmm. and he'll look at the glove he'll kind of bow his head a little bit and he'll kind of just take the like a like a deep breath sigh yeah. um, I guess through the mouth. <laughs> Less so, <laughs> less so through the nose. Gotcha. Um, but 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 like yeah, like he's 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 feeling um, maybe a bit like very weak after the events of today and kind of drained. Sure. And he will um, here in this moment uh, for the first time in a long time, I think, 
mutter to himself a a very like a genuine uh prayer to helm partly okay. to to helm and part and 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 it's partly a prayer to helm and a and like an oath to to the dung sweepers that were that were taken here um sure i don't know if i adam <laughs> can have like has have the words for the, for it right now but he's going to just it's that's for him between himself yeah the victims and helm he is he's he's swearing that he's going to do his best for for the city of waterdeep going forward i don't think he like he's not going to swear to avenge <laughs> their deaths i don't think because yeah. right now he's really like he's feeling the pull toward like figuring out what happened outside the tavern and the explosion and everything mm-hmm. um, but just in a general deep authentic sense he is taking a moment just to uh yeah articulate for himself and for for helm his intention to uh get his shit together so to speak all right and then after that after that moment passes um if no gigantic worm-like creatures attack <laughs> silver will exit the sewer okay as you step upon the rungs of the ladder uh heading to the to the entrance just above you uh you make it out no problem <laughs> <laughs> oh andy uh yeah you come on out you see uh the the city watch uh guy uh who you're talking to earlier fast home uh just kind of give you a wave and yeah yeah i'll I'll go over to him um and i'll i'll say excuse me fast home fast home fast home yeah can you can you spell that for me just because i'm curious (laughs) oh i'm not going to spell it now (laughs) (laughs) Not, not even your own name not very well. I spell it with an X. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, all right. Fast on. Um, do you happen to know if there's a, a place where uh, guards have collected evidence related to the attack? I added him laughing because this seems so stupid. They probably didn't collect evidence about dung sweepers being dragged into the sewer. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the one that headed up the investigation, and you know what I did? Oh, what did you do? I put a rope around that area. Just ride around there. Make sure sure no one goes down there, because it's dangerous. That's what I did. (laughs) Dangerous? Yes, I I saw the rope. Did you create the sign as well? I did. Do you you realize you spelled danger with an X also? I thought I th- well, I got my sister to spell most of it, and then I signed it with an X. Yeah, oh, I, I you see that now. Oh. I see. Oh, I understand. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, she can read really well. You want to come and meet her? Nope. She's that's very fine. nice. I think she's got some no, chicken. No, I'm in a really serious kind of part of my character arc right now, oh, so okay. I have to go oh, okay. with that. That's cool. I just thought you might. You might like to make another side quest before you, you know, jump back into the plot. 
you know, I've got, I've got one other, one other sort of side quest oh, to okay. kind of work into the main narrative, and I'm going to go do that. But here's a glove that I found in the sewers that might have belonged to one of the victims, and so if you're in charge of the investigation, I thought, oh, I thought maybe you should have this glove. He just like picks it up at the very tips of his fingers, and oh, thank you very much for this. Uh, he sniffs it. Oh, oh. I'll, uh, I'll keep that in evidence. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. Again, <laughs> thank you for your assistance, Fastom. Best of luck with being a a guard in Waterdeep. Thank you. <laughs> worked, out, worked out so far. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm sure it has. Um, uh, Silver is, is extricating himself from this whole all situation. Right. And all these fourth walls. <laughs> it's, yeah, apparently it's not just Burbage who is uh, fourth walls. It's all of my characters. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, I don't know how much you want. Like, the next thing... Silver will do before heading back to Trollskull uh, Alley is he will try to find uh, Jalister, his okay. superior officer, um, just to kind of clear the air. The last time, I mean, I know he, yeah. Jalister was at my oath ceremony and he kind of gave me that nod. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk to him and see if I can get another, okay. another mission for the Lord's Alliance. Right. Uh, in the in the interest of brevity, uh, you head to the yawning portal because that's the only place you really know where he might be currently. Um, and as you enter and you talk to Durnham just a little bit, the barkeep, you don't see Jalister at all, and he hasn't seen him come in today yet. Um, so that that will be kind of a dead end at the moment. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's fine. Then yeah. Um, eventually, like. Eventually, yes, Silver will wander back to Troll Skull Tavern, and okay. um, I want to just say for the other players because I, I just remembered this um, this like fact that you gave me a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to put it in the investigation document momentarily, but. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess they wouldn't know this, but um, <clears throat> maybe during his wandering, Silver will kind of remember, will kind of flash back to the explosion and one of the dead humans that he saw. Yeah. Was that was apparently one of the cloaked figures skulking around Growlhound Villa. Um, yes. or, or, he, or he suspects that. Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of yeah. After things have started to settle down, and and as you're walking through the streets of Waterdeep, your mind is is focused, and it's starting to crystallize just a little bit, and your senses are kind of wide open, and you're just going through information of you know lots and lots of layers of information here, and that clicks for you that that you didn't recognize him this morning, but. You you do believe one of the cloaked figures that was that died from the fireball was one of these figures that you had seen kind of outside uh, Grauhund Villa, the family Grauhund, um, and also you kind of get a whiff of of something that smells like excrement, 
and you look down at your own boots, um, and there is a bit of sewage and waste on them. And this also reminds you of something that you saw this morning. Sure, yeah. Yeah, so now that um, <clears throat> that Silver's mind is is kind of focused on all of this and it's being drawn back to the investigation, he will he will head back to Troll Skull Tavern to eventually meet up with uh, whoever is there. Excellent. All right. You head on back. Uh, if there's nothing you want to do in the alley itself, um, we'll just head straight into the manor um, as that's where all your friends are waiting for you. Um, yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, so you kind of, you know, wipe your feet on the, the mats um, as you're, you know, getting up to the manor. You see kind of a, a an odd blackened sphere shaped residue on the outside of, of your manor. Um, several windows have been blown out, but already Squirm has put up some blankets and curtains and uh, tacked up um, just to make sure everything is safe down in the bottom levels. Um, and you are just about to almost knock on the door, but this feels more like home for you than anything has recently. So of course you don't knock, you reach for the handle. And as you're reaching for the handle, the door swings open immediately. Um, and your eyes go up to the floating silver cat right in front of you. <gasps> uh, and then it looks like the cat, while it's perched on something in midair, is now being kind of lifted up by an invisible figure and handed to you. Oh man, <clears throat> yeah, Silver will at first kind of flinch because this is not something he expected to see, but then he will um, deduce, not that it's much of a deduction, that the ghost is handing him his cat and he yeah. will take the cat and he will uh, and he'll say, right. um, thank you. All right, yeah, the, the silver cat kind of curls around your neck, almost uh, like a scarf of some sort. Hi, Silver with an E. How are you? <laughs> ah, it's good to see you again. I'm going to walk, like, around where I think the ghost would be, <laughs> like, based on okay. object permanence. Yeah, you kind of, like, are, you know, holding out your hand, trying to feel something. Uh, and then you feel that your uh, cloak uh, is being taken off your shoulders and hung on the uh, the coat rack right next to you. Wow, it's kind of kind of nice. Again, it'll be a moment of, like, Silver kind of being momentarily uncomfortable, but then kind of shrug and be like, oh, all right. So that's the dynamic that is... <laughs> emerging here fair enough all right uh and as you look around the place you see squirm behind the bar uh pouring a drink already um amelia and lissandra are probably at a table looking over something uh and there is a young halfling boy you've never seen before who spins around in his stool and waves really hard at you i'd also like to say that squirm isn't behind the bar squirm is basically standing on the bar 
assembling yeah. at this point a fruit salad about the size of Squirm. <laughs> since Silver had requested a Toff's vintage. Yes. Yeah. With lots of fruit. Yeah, fruit chunks. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, I'll, Silver will walk over to the bar. Um, and right. Hi, Silver. Hi. Uh, we have a new busboy slash bard slash informant. Really? And I'll I'll look to the the halfling boy. And kind of like, is that who Squirm is talking about? It's, uh, that's that's who he pointed to. Then you hear Mar- Martum, Martum, more, more bracing melons. Nope, oh, coming. Squirm is going to need you to eat this relatively soon. The structural integrity will only hold for so long. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Baldy. Um, yeah. <laughs> He'll go ahead and start eating that. <laughs> today, 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 Squirm will give that to you. And Squirm's going to kind of hop down so that now he's on the little railing behind the bar so that he can still see over the bar. Gotcha. Yeah, Silver will just, he's just standing at the bar. Um, is everybody down here? Or do I just see, uh, um, squirm. Uh, you hear Finnegan kind of in the kitchen uh, doing something. But and Alondra and Amelia are at the table over there. Yeah, kind of pouring over some item. Gotcha. How did uh, your talk with your mother go? Oh, um, good question. Not great. Something's going on with her. Still trying to piece it all together. Hmm. And Silver's in, like, just kind of deep in thought as he consumes what you described as, like, a a fairly chunky Toff's vintage, right? (laughs) It's more or less a sculpture of the, um, the hall where you like swore your oath that's just had alcohol poured over it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So pineapples and bananas. In it. There was a reason that he needed structural melon supports. It's basically supported by like <laughs> flying buttresses of fruit. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, yeah, that's wild. That's really impressive. Um, yeah. I'll also sh- point out that it's basically in order to accommodate, you know, alcohol with a structure of this size. It's basically three Toffs vintages. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Silver will take his time with, with that and kind of turn around um, with his back to the bar and get a sense of what everybody is up to. All right. Yeah. So uh, at this point, um, everyone else had uh, kind of spent all day investigating um, and talking to people and getting a kind of a better sense of what happened. Um, And now that everyone seems a little bit calmer, um, Silver, you do get the sense that they've kind of found something or they've got at least got some more information. 
and I and as he was sort of surveying and seemed in a state where he could absorb information, um, Squirm would probably start going over some of the things that Squirm had found with him. Yeah, yeah. Silver will be. You don't. You don't seem like stunned still or anything, right? Nope. Uh, just thoughtful and and but yeah, definitely receptive to uh, okay. to whatever you guys have to say. Squirm talked to some people that saw things. I was one of them, says the boy next to you. Yes, Martin, you were one of them. Fala uh, confirmed that one figure took something from the dwarf's body and then limped away. He he seemed to be nervous, like he was being followed. He went east. Uh, another commented that it didn't seem like it was a person. They, they described it as being a, a puppet without strings. And they saw them hurl something into the crowd. And then Martim here, this one's name is Martim. I'm Martim. Hi, Martim. Hi. Uh, he he hid behind a rain barrel and heard something fall into it. Uh, Squirm bartered for that item from him, and uh, that's what Lysandra and Rye are looking at now. I see. And indeed they are. So and so to be clear, um, on a on a meta level, um, the cloaked man who took something off of the body of the dead dwarf is the same figure that somebody described as more like a puppet than a man. No, um, these are two different figures. So like, those are two different figures. That, yeah, the figure that hurled something that caused the explosion. Um seemed more like a puppet shaped like a man. Yeah. And this other person seemed like they were almost caught in the explosion since they had some burns and were limping away. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, cool. All right. Um, Yes. Silver will, will head over to um, Lissandra and Amelia to see what they are looking at over at the table. All right. And what are you looking at, Lysandra and Amelia? Um, do we need investigation rolls? Um, yeah, so so uh, simply visually, it's, it's a necklace with two small red beads uh, attached at, at small little um, um, just attachments, I guess, to the, to the chain. Um, and then there are two sort of attachments that have no beads on them as well. Um, and if you want to look at it um, in investigation rules, is probably not going to find a lot else on there because it's a fairly simple item. What about an um, arcana check? Right. That would be looking for more magic. Uh, uh, so please, yeah, you could give an arcana check. Or... All right. Yeah. Uh, and Amelia, if, if that's something you would do too. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Because apparently right. Lysandra's nearsighted today. We're both nearsighted today. <laughs> you both rolled We both got 11. Arcana. Does Artificer yeah. do anything for you with items if they're magical? I can't remember. Um, I don't think so. I mean, like, I can make magical items, but 
Okay, I couldn't remember if that was one yeah. of the things where you got like expertise or something. No, I get that when I'm using my tools, any of my um, tools, but I'm not using that for this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really difficult to say what this is, um, but it does feel faintly magical to you. Um, though you are not sure of its function or how it works. Would I be able to do a history check to see if I can think back to anything I've read about magical necklaces to see if I can identify it Mm -hmm. that way? Sure, yeah. See if you've heard a story about something like this before. 21. Oh, interesting. Um, this, this does remind you of something, Lissandra. Uh, it's, it's something that your, um, grandmother had once commented on. Uh, it was somewhat in passing, but you, you kind of remember she, she had commented on, uh, a woman's necklace, uh, being quite over the top. She, she called it, uh, and you remember the necklace looking very similar to this. And when you asked your grandma why that is, um, she said, well, that's because this is a necklace of fireballs. Oh, okay. Fireballs in a city is incredibly over the top. <laughs> there are many other ways to kill someone. Uh, so, yeah, yes, it would seem that um, dear Grandma Whistle uh, has some wisdom to impart. Uh, and then she'll proceed to tell everyone at the table... Um, what she thinks this is, which is a necklace of fireball. All right. Uh, this also rings true, um, as Blastwind had also told you that the fireball seemed a little off. Uh, if it was a fireball cast from a spell, there should be no wiggle room in where it, it is placed. Um, but this one seemed to be placed sort of hastily and actually killed probably more people than they were meaning to. Indeed, yeah, I'll I'll relate all of that information to the table. So they're not just murderous, they're incompetently murderous. Alas, most murderers are incompetent. Maybe just the incompetent ones get caught. A very good point, dear Miss Rive. Martin, did you see how this necklace ended up in the barrel? I know, I was, uh, just holding my head down uh, and I, after the explosion uh, my f- my friends were in the explosion and, and I, I didn't want to see anymore and, so, and I was just hiding and then I heard a plop in the rain barrel next to me and it fell from the the roofs that's the only thing that was above it I guess but no I didn't see anything else oh I see so w- we might deduce from the use of this magical item that our our perpetrator can't themselves cast magic, uh, coupled with some of the stories I've heard about it being a puppet. I mean, it is not unheard of for mages to construct golems, things of that nature. Is that does that sound reasonable? Something that could use an item but not use magic, possible. I don't think we can definitively say anything like that, but it seems probable. At least until we get it and punch it in the knees until it confesses. 
If it has knees to punch. Everything has knees. I don't think that's <laughs> true. I've done a lot of research and not everything has knees. To be fair, a lot of your research is conducted on things after Squirm has interacted with them. I'm sure Amelia takes that into account, though. Yes, not everything has knees, Squirm. That being said, if it does have knees, you have first dibs, dear Squirm. And if it doesn't, you can punch somewhere else. <laughs> um, Silver is is thinking about all this, and this is as much for my benefit, I think, as for Silver's, but He's he's gonna kind of say, um, "I'm trying to make sense of all this." Right before the explosion, I heard shouts outside my window. I heard a voice shouting, at first, my name, and I think also your name, Lissandra. Is that right, Andy? Yes. My name. Interesting. And, and 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 Andy, I'm trying to remember. Did I? Well, I forget what Silver saw from the window, but starting yeah. to piece together those shouts and the bodies that he saw, and kind of the other experiences from the last, from our last week or so, uh-huh. like he's he's. He knows that there was a dead dwarf that this cloaked man took something off of this dead dwarf's body. Yeah. Um and so I don't I don't know if we if the characters have discussed this yet, but basically Silver is 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 like that dwarf. Do you think that that was the dwarf that that Raynor was chasing at the theater? Is that right? He had a pipe. Yes, I and I'm going to pull out because I have that pipe, right? Yes, you took that pipe. Yep. I'll pull out the the. It's a fancy pipe you described it as. And if I remember yeah. correctly, I was I I noticed that in the theater, right? Yeah, that was it. Was kind of a defining feature. He it's a, it's it's a pipe that's that's painted pink. Uh, the wood of the pipe is in giant sort of cloud sp- swirl patterns um etched and carved into it the rim itself is a bright gold um with several sparkly almost diamond like elements to it even if they're not quite diamonds it is incredibly noticeable (laughs) uh well it would make sense if that dwarf was the one Reyna was chasing. Perhaps we need to talk to Reyna about this. Uh, should we send for him? And as she says this, Lysandra gets a slightly uncomfortable look on her face. Like, she's not quite sure if she wants Reyna in on everything we know. But let's let's think about this for a second. Someone was calling for at least you two. Yes. Maybe all of us. Who was it? I wonder, was it the dwarf calling for us? Had, Andy, had someone done a check on that? I feel like it was... Uh, yeah, it was... It was. Um, Silver had asked the question, it, could you kind of pinpoint a race, at least, to the voice? And I did say that it sounded deep and low and um, probably something more like a dwarf. 
So this dwarf, who we know has, on at least one occasion, been in the same location as us in the past week, comes running toward our tavern, shouting our names, despite the fact that, to my knowledge, none of us have ever spoken with this dwarf, and then is killed in an attack. He had something. Yes. In fact, in fact, the, the fine gentleman that I spoke to uh, in, in the streets today did say that he speculated that something of great value had been taken, that this was would not have been done in the manner it had been done unless something of great value was at stake. Indeed. And Fala specified that she saw that cloaked man take something from the dwarf's body and then hurriedly try to get away looking afraid that the figure was being followed. We need to talk to Raynor. He's our best lead here. Quite right, Amelia. Yes, we need to talk to Raynor and I'm afraid that that isn't the only thing we need to do. And he's not the only person that we need to talk to. Oh? And like, yeah, Silver's face will kind of sink noticeably. He's clearly got something on his mind. Uh, care, care to elucidate, my, my dear ward? Yes. <sighs> um, God, I'm really struggling with... Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> Silver's ready to start calling Squirm Squirm yet. <laughs> but it doesn't... Who is incidentally sitting on Ride's shoulder, munching on some of the leftover fruit. <laughs> Basically, he'll, he'll look at you. Yeah, Silver doesn't feel comfortable calling you Baldy anymore, but um, he'll just look at you. You asked me how my conversation with my mother went. It went badly. I think... Something is going on with her. At first I thought that she was just in shock over hearing that Randall had been killed in the explosion. But things aren't adding up for me. She didn't come to my oath ceremony. And I don't know if that's because she just has been disapproving of my my goals at becoming a paladin or what, but as I was talking to her, she referenced the dwarf in the explosion, and I hadn't said anything about it to her. That's suspicious as fuck. Uh, yes. In fact, it's almost downright incriminating. What would she have to do with any of this? I simply don't know. And that's that that's right, Andy. Like Silver is has like Yeah. Is clueless in terms of what his mother's involvement might be, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. Like this is totally blindsided him. So he's yeah. I simply have no idea, but I think that I'm going to have to make another visit to the Villa Naran at some point soon. Preferably when nobody's home. We can go with you. 
and we can kidnap your mother. Oh um, yes. <laughs> uh, excuse me. She she is paying my family. So it, I mean, I, I'm not sure that I. I I advocate full-on kidnapping, but I do think we should investigate. I don't think that will be necessary, Amelia, despite the fact that Mother has always enjoyed being tied up. <laughs> I'm not sure why you know that about your mother. But... Squirm is moving to the other shoulder. <laughs> we can use that. Uh, uh, Squirm's not sure. Squirm wants to. Squirm has. Squirm has a lot of feelings right now. I I mean, I've I've tied up a lot of nobles in my time, but uh, perhaps tied up a lot of people. Squirm is Squirm is now just moving to equidistant from Lysandra and Silver, sort of on behind Amelia's head. Mm, Deeply disconcerting. Anyway, moving on from from that small revelation on my part. <laughs> uh, Real quick, Finnegan uh, comes out of the kitchen and uh, puts some fish uh, that he's cooked up down on the table for you all. Uh, many thanks, dear Finnegan. Oi, no problem. I suppose what's next is, one, we should talk to Raynar... Two, I should investigate my mother's potential involvement in all this, which is stressing me out to no end. And three, another thing I should mention is that one of the bodies, I believe, happened to be one of the cloaked individuals that I saw outside of the Growlhound household last week. I don't know if there's a connection there, it might just be a coincidence that one of those individuals was killed in the attack, but we can't really rule anything out at this point, can we? The dead halflings, the the female ones, those are familiar too, aren't they? Didn't we pass halflings playing their musical instruments? Um... Right. Oh, uh, you had, yes. We passed them on the way to the theater, is that right? Yeah, or... uh, kind of on the outskirts of Trollskull Alley. The ghost said we weren't the targets of this, but that it was related to us in some way. And it's odd that there's so many dead people who were related to us oh, in some wow. way. Pay no attention. <laughs> That's actually about something else. So, Lysandra, you rolled a crit hit and a crit hit double. Um, wow. Uh, so you, the, the thing you asked me in secret, you do not believe at all is happening. Okay, fantastic. And that, and that um, was an insight check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for, those of, for those who are uh, playing the podcast version. <laughs> um, Squirm's going to sort of think about what Rythe said well if the dwarf was coming to show us something give us something that might make us not the target but involved yes but I wonder if there's more than that with so many of the dead bodies being people we've seen 
water deep is a big town. A lot of people seem to get interested once we owned this place. This is true, and I mean, I uh, even well, the day we bought it, it seemed that everybody wanted to, uh, how shall we say, stand outside and stare. Remind Squirm to send Volo a thank you punch in the groin. Uh, I will second that, but mostly just because of the lack of citation in his latest work. I like the house and the ghost. I mean, yes, it's actually turned out fantastic. I'm quite excited to open it up fully to the public, uh, which we are going to do. I don't want to do that. I don't trust the public. They just blew up the street outside our house. Just a very specific portion of the public. And we do have to pay Rayner back for his loan, yes? Yes. That, that is the way contracts work, yes. Yes, and opening the tavern might be a good way to meet people who will have information for us with what we're trying to find out. And the ghost can listen because the ghost yes. is invisible. The ghost has proven to be helpful, hasn't he? He's a good ghost. Also, I don't think we know that the ghost is a he. You're correct. My apologies. Yes. Oh, this this is so much of what's happening. I, I don't understand. I, I'm just remembering now also that the dwarf had excrement on his boots, didn't he? Much like he had been going around in the sewers. And we were in the sewers. As was a very disturbing creature, which did slip out on us, mind you. Raynor was related to that, too. We need oh, to speak alas. to him. Everything comes back yeah. to him. Would you like me to send for him now? Alessandra uh, will get out a piece of parchment and Nixa will fly off her shoulder, sort of ready to be a messenger. Sure, if that's more efficient than going to him. I just don't know where a playboy goes. Uh, she'll look at Silver. Um, yeah, where, like, based on my kind of lifestyle, Andy, do I yeah. think that I have any sense, idea about where Raynar might hang out? Uh, on a night like this, um, it would not be too much to see him and Volo in the Yawning Portal. I mean, we could all go and check if you'd like as well. Uh, Mixa is faster than most of us, though. Yeah. I mean, I Silver's comfortable with either um, sending for Re for Raynar under the auspices of, hey, our business is about to open, and maybe but trying to be like subtle about getting information from him or just kind of getting a sense of, of his involvement. Um, especially because, I mean, if this is an investment um, of his, right he should be interested to know that there was an explosion, right? So, and I'm sorry, I'm not saying all of this in character. I'm like- No, 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 yeah, it's, you're it's, true. Yeah. I, yeah. Also out of character, just to, to check, because Squirm might have this idea, but it would depend on knowledge Squirm would have that I'm not sure I have. Yeah. About how far are we from being able to open? Oh, just a couple of days. Yeah, so you were just- So we maybe just send him an invitation for the grand opening? Certainly. I want to speak to him before two days from now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th I, th 
I think we should invite him to come now. You could have a soft opening the night before for a couple friends or something. A soft, yeah, yeah, yeah. What time is it right now, Andy? It's evening? Uh, it, it's it's getting to about 5.36, yeah. So it's it's starting to get dark. Um, the wind is picking up outside. It's getting pretty chilly out. Whatever, whatever you wish. Uh, but uh, I, I, I feel that Amelia is right. You should probably talk to him sooner rather than later. Uh, I mean, Silver would would vote for I think sending for him now, just because of he does have like again like at surface level. Aside from the fact that we're suspecting his involvement in some way, like he's an investor, there was this attack. Um, sounds like sounds good to squirm. Do you want to send off Nixa or whatever your flying snake's name is? Yes, certainly. Uh, yes, uh, Nixa will sort of Nixa. Nixa, Nixa. Yes, I mean whatever, whatever you wish to call her. Nixa will sort of look indignantly at Lissandra. Um. <laughs> And then um, Alessandra will say, here, try the yawning portal first, and if not, uh, Reyna's residence. Do you know where that is? And Nixa will sort of nod her little uh, mm-hmm. snake-like head. Uh, and then so Lysandra will um, write, uh, dear Reyna, stop. Urgent, stop. Please come to Trollskull Alley immediately to meet with investors. Stop. Love, Lysandra, stop. And yes, all the stops are included, even though this is not a telegram. (laughs) (laughs) Scorn's going to lean over. Why do you keep telling him to stop? (laughs) Old habits. Don't worry about it. Um, And uh, she'll tie the um, the, uh, letter to Nyx's tail and uh, send Nyx off. All right. Uh, You send Nyx out the window. um, And uh, she flies off very quickly into the night air. Um, yeah, so is there anything you'd like to do um, before you're expecting company? Can I real quick make a check and see if this man puppet is something that I've heard of or think I knew, know how it could be created or anything like that? Yes, please. Give me... Give me either arcana, history, or religion. I might check uh, my history to see if I know anything from my time at the monastery. Okay. I guess I'll do Arcana. Um, if if Amelia mentioned this, Lysandra would think back as well um, and check her knowledge of the city to see if she knows anyone who would like be capable of building this, if that makes sense. This wouldn't be nature for me. I'm trying to, I'm thinking of it like, like it's from my research mostly, slash my yeah. time spent where I grew up. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. So I'd like to make it an do an intelligence check. I mean, let's make it a tinkerer's tools check. <laughs> because it's it's to you it sounds most like something a, a tinkerer might kind of make. So, so kind just of, a just a base int check or well, tinker's, tinkers tools. tools. So expertise. for you I think would yeah, would give you bonuses there. So at least with proficiency. If not double proficiency, if you've got expertise. Yeah, I have expertise with Tinker's tools. Okay. Okay, that's what I thought. 
Not that it matters. <laughs> uh, wow. so, so 12 for history for me. 12 history uh, and Amelia's 11 tinkerer's tools. Um, as well as a 16 for history for Lysandra. You, you don't recall any sort of lore. This, this doesn't seem to be anything uh, kind of innately ingrained in, in the history of Waterdeep. Um, Amelia, it, it still feels like something um, someone kind of created. Uh, and then it kind of almost sparks for you for a second. All, all of you sort of are talking about this and you kind of come to the very quick realization. You've seen a kind of mechanical person before. In fact, very recently. The performance. On the way to the theater. Oh, yes. Yes. There was For a those kind of us of, who don't quite remember. No, that's you? fine. Yeah. There was a kind of clockwork man person, uh, automaton almost, that winked at the little girl who gave him a flower and put it in his hat. Was this with the performing halflings or separate from them? Uh, separate from them. Okay. Hadn't it seemed like it was doing sort of acrobatics? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like it was being a tumbler? It, it, yep, definitely did a backflip. Squirm's going to sort of pause. It could have been capable of getting onto a roof. Yes, and more than that, it certainly could have been capable of getting away. Do we know anyone capable of making mechanical men? That's well beyond my capabilities. Would Lysandra know anything from her just sort of general knowledge of the city who would be capable of this? Uh, 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 yeah, give me, um, give me either a charisma check if you want to try to think back on your sort of influences in the city, uh, or a history check if you want to try to straight up re recall information about it. Uh, history. 24. Uh, um, yes, and it, it even sparks with you now, now that you think of it. Um, the Temple of Gond is one that delights very specifically in fascinating clockwork um, machinations. Yes, yes, the, the Temple of Gond, they're, they're always tinkering around with new and interesting things. Perhaps we can ask there. Yes. Silver's listening to all this. What, uh, is Silver with an E still on my shoulders? Uh-huh, yep, curled up. Yeah. So d during this uh, discussion that, that the rest of you have been having, Silver is um, has been, yes, continuing to kind of poke at his uh, Toff's vintage. Um, and he'll also be kind of offering some of the fruit chunks to the cat. And, and, and to be uh -huh. clear, like... This is definitely something that you could that you could imagine he would have been doing kind of absentmindedly and in a silly way before today, um, but now he's doing it in this kind of gentle, like genuinely, like curious about the cat and like if the cat wants some fruit, he'd like the cat to have some. And 
I don't know if that's a clear <laughs> distinction. Like, yeah, he's no, not, no, he's now. This is not like staring absentmindedly at the sky or feeling distracted. Like he's he's still focused. He's still listening. At this, at the bar, you hear, "Oh shit! What's that? What's that?" Ah! And Martum uh, jumps up on the stool, uh, and then racing around the bar, um, running toward you, Silver. Uh, you see a dire badger. Uh, a young, very young dire badger who leaps onto your leg and starts. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see from from, from Rise's shoulder. You're gonna see Squirm choppers. Not today. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, he got away from me there. I was just trying to feed him. Ha, sorry about that, everyone. And Finnegan comes running. Does over. it hurt? Uh, I mean, yeah, it hurts a little bit. You're trying not. You're trying to, you know, be cool about it, but. Especially because I don't have my I don't have my armor on. I'm no. still just wearing my clothes from the oath ceremony, so no armor. Squirm is going to pick up Chompers and bite him on the back leg, <laughs> pointing. Silver is no longer for biting. <laughs> Squirm, Squirm understands. How's Silver with a knee doing? Um, in res- like response to that, he's, the he's still curled up on you. He doesn't care at all. He's just aloof. Doesn't give a shit. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care about that. Yeah. Well, has he taken any of my any of the fruit chunks that I've offered him? He has. Yes. I don't know if that's good or bad for cats. And silver doesn't probably either. Bad. It's probably really bad. For them. Oh no! And for a silver <laughs> cat, if that's different, who knows? Oh no! Would anybody? <laughs> Would anybody gently stop him from giving this cat fruit? <laughs> I feel like actually most likely would be Squirm just sort of reaching out and be like, Squirm put a lot of alcohol on that. It's also, aside from the alcohol, it's not like it would kill the cat. It would probably just make it poop a lot. So, <laughs> Well, it's curled up on you. Uh, and at this, you hear a knock at the door. Uh, I'll get it. Uh, Lysandra will walk over and open the door. As Well, as she's right. walking over, Squirm's going, uh, Squirm forgets. We're not leading with punches. Uh, no. Lysandra will shake her head. Not yet. We're business owners recovering from an attack on our establishment and seeking advice from one of our primary investors and, you know, business partners. In all seriousness, we do need front windows again. Yes, true. I like the blankets. <laughs> I bet you do. Lysandra, <laughs> you, you open the door, um, and there, very much before you expected it, uh, is Raynor and Volo, both. Oh, how, how lovely that both of you are here. Please come in, come in. Oh, uh, dear, I I just heard... Oh, we, we came as soon as we, we, we heard the news. I, I heard of the fireball, but I had no idea it was right in front of your establishment. Uh, as At seeing Volo come in, Squirm's going to sort of snap his fingers at Lysandra. Is the seconded punch still good? No, 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 not yet. Uh, just a little joke, dear Volo. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't mind a drink if you have something. At this, Squirm's going to sort of flip over to the bar. Here's the menu. Oh, here's here's five gold. Whatever that'll get me. 
Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, just just a second. Uh, Squirm's Squirm's gonna work on on what that gets him. Okay. Terrifying. Uh, and then Rainer, um, Rainer is yeah, he's wringing uh, sort of his hat in his hands. Uh, the, is everyone okay? Is is everyone? Was anyone hurt? Oh, oh well, uh, quite a few people were killed, but we're fine. Yeah. Uh, we were meaning oh, to ask you, uh, one of the people who seemingly was killed was the owner, and I'm assuming Lathandra still is holding the pipe. It was the owner of this. Yeah. Does this look familiar to you? Uh, he kind of very slowly reaches for the pipe, and before he even grabs it, his hand retreats again. Yes, I know exactly what that is and who it belonged to. May I sit down? Yes, please. Uh, Squirm, uh, once you are finished with Molo's concoction, please uh, get Raina a, dear, a drink. Um, I'm going to pop a glass in front of uh, Volo, where different types of alcohol have been very carefully floated. Mm-hmm. Rainer Day. Told you we were naming one after you. <laughs> uh, Squ- Master Squirm, uh, if you'd like, I, c- I could serve drinks. I don't mind. But if you want to, it's fine. And that's fitting in. Um, uh, we should good. We should be good, Finnegan. Uh, honestly, I, we're we're probably good for the evening. If you want to head home. Oh, I. Oh, well, thank you. I I didn't want to leave until I felt you. Everyone was safe. But well, my own folks will probably be worrying about me. Should probably go. Have a good evening, dear Finnegan. We will see you tomorrow. Right. Excellent. Uh, have a good night and. Silver, try to sleep as best you can. Thank you, Finnegan. Likewise. He steps up. So I'll, I'll probably grab a few of the sort of more standard... Actually, I'll probably just grab a bunch of Toph's vintages and set those up for people. Get a tray, wander them over. Uh, thank uh, and you. If it's, if, if it's all the same to you, this seems like business that... Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't be present for. I, I'll, I'll head back upstairs if that's okay with you. Uh, we'll we'll shout if we need you. Ah, oh, okay, no problem. He exits as well. How old is Martin? Uh, he's a halfling, so it's a little tricky. So in halfling years, like, I mean, he's he seems like more of like a teen, like a young teenager, um, but he's probably like thirty. <laughs> Right. In like so, actual yeah. years, yeah, yeah. I, I do also still find it funny because I can't remember if I've said this that in terms of like biological maturity for race, Squirm is sort of up there for this party. Squirm yeah. is ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, getting to the end of his life. <laughs> before, before anything else, um, can so uh, Andy. This yes. might not be worth it, but I need to do an insight roll on Finnegan saying that I should sleep as best I can. Okay. With a six? Um, seems like he's genuinely concerned about his friend. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Was Finnegan at my oath ceremony? No, he, he was. With- he had stayed behind, helping the bar. But as far as Silver knows, like Finnegan knows about you know 
what happened with Randall and yeah yeah okay uh, I'm starting to feel uh, suspicious of anybody who might have overheard me talking about <laughs> my mother <laughs> not about the being tied up thing but yeah Squirm's gonna hold you please, please please stop reminding Squirm of that <laughs> all right my friends uh how can I help says Rainer well, well we were wondering who was the owner of this pipe uh it seems that he was on his way perhaps here if anywhere else um Lissandra will sort of look at the other party members like I'm not saying too much am I um and then sort of be like uh, well, we were just wondering, yes, who he was and if if he had any business with us. You see Raynor's face just kind of furrow. His, his whole face sort of scrunches up for a second in, in thought. And he stands from his chair and he kind of he kind of moves over to Volo for a second and he puts he puts an arm against the wall next to Volo and you hear him say he, he found it and Volo raises his cup and says hi he found it uh, excuse me um hi hi yes we're here uh found what <laughs> I'm just uh, picturing Lissandra like drawing her finger over like and make eye contact with me here <laughs> That's exactly what she did, actually. He found the stone of Galore. Of Galore? Galore. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Call back to a different campaign. Yeah. I was like, wow, oh, she punt Hakari punched them so hard. No, that they became sense. legendary items. The stone. Golor. It's a G O L O R R. Does that mean anything to Squirm? And does it have an X in it? <laughs> it sorry, not. sorry. Um, Squirm, give me a history check. Actually, I will be working on the history as well. Six. Right. A nineteen history for Lysandra. Um, neither of you have ever heard about this item. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, dear friends. Um, Volo, with your vast and fantastical knowledge of things that are arcane and hermetic to us mere mortals, tell us about the Stone of Galore, won't you? And she'll push uh, his drink a little closer to him and sort of refill it at the same time. Oh, well. Ah, uh, Sandra, I am quite afraid that, uh, this is entirely a Never Ember issue. Uh, I, though I would beseech my friend to trust his new friends and impart what he will that his family knows. And he kind of graciously bows a little bit to Raynar. Um, and so in Raynar steps then forward uh, kind of a, in the middle of you all again and is kind of his, his brow is still scrunched a little bit. He's, he's deep in thought, but... Oh, where, where to begin? Uh, well... You got this pipe off of a dwarf, yes? 
Lissandra will look over at Silver. Silver will nod from where he's not really sitting. He's yeah, he's sitting. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that we got that sorted. (laughs) Incidentally, just just as a note, because I've been kind of doing it with my token, but uh, Squirm is keeping himself between Raynar and the door. Mm, okay. As much as possible. <laughs> All right. Mm, I like it. Okay, guys, Silver isn't sitting. He's standing. He's he's leaning against the wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't, Jesus Christ. I, 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 he can't I'm be sorry. sitting. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, no problem. <laughs> now he's sitting again. I just sitting, guys. I don't know no. what to do. <laughs> now I'm just picturing him doing, like, a Russian kick dance. <laughs> he stands and sits and stands and sits and Raynar says, stop it. Alright, the the pipe belonged to a dwarf named Dalakar. Go on. I'll spell that for you. There you go. Oh, thank you. In the chat. Alright. Um Dalakar was a spy for the Never Ember family. He was sent by my father to watch over me, would be a way to put it. Uh, I've seen him around for a few weeks now, or I recognized him. I've chased him off at every opportunity, but but something was irking me. I Certainly I'm capable of taking care of myself, and Delacar didn't even seem that interested at first when I told him I had been captured and that you all had set me free and found me in the sewers. He seemed very grateful, of course, but but he's a pretty lousy spy if he let that happen, which makes me think he wasn't here solely for me. And he kind of looks back at Volo at this, and Volo kind of nods and encourages him on a little more. Which means... I believe that Dalakar was looking for something else that my family had owned. I believe it is this stone of Galore. And he pauses for dramatic effect. And he looks around and all of you are kind of blankly staring at him. (laughs) Squirm's going to yawn and at the end of the yawn, like toss a last piece of fruit in his mouth. Uh, uh, what does the Stone of Galore do? W- what is it? Ah, uh, well, the Stone of Galore, uh, it, it belonged to my father, and, well, it, it marks one of my family's deepest, darkest secrets. And that is that as my father was being ousted from power, he withdrew an incredible amount of money from the city and hid it. And at this, he's kind of grinning slightly. Lysandra's also grinning uh, almost to match him. And she's saying, I see. 
And the stone... The stone points the direction of where the... where it is all hid. Someone, if they were able to access the magic of the stone, would would be able to know not only where the vault is that contains the riches, but the precise means of, of getting in. It is something that has been, let's say, lost for a few months now. And yes, well, I think the myth of this item has drawn the attention of very, very powerful people. Uh, powerful people, how? Luthandra's going to cock her head. Imagine the most powerful people you can think of and double that. Uh, people of, of myth and legend, there is no one in this world who would not like to see this money. I mean, I'm talking Xanathar. Uh, uh, Silverhand. Uh, there's, there is just no one in this city that that would not do nearly anything to get their hands on the treasures within, which are not simply just gold, but armors, weapons, uh, jewels, art pieces. Scorm's head is going to snap up weapons. And he turns back to you, Squirm, and he says, swords. It's just treasure. Treasure can't buy immortality. I don't know why anyone cares. Well, you obviously never endowed a building in your name, Amelia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? That's so great. But treasure may not be the point. Keeping one's word, maybe. What? You people have lost me. And Squirm's going to be fidgeting with the uh, scabbard that's on his back. Oh. I hope it wasn't uh, too presumptuous of Master Volo to tell me a bit of what you were looking for, Squirm. If if it exists in the city, I, I I cannot imagine it anywhere but in perhaps the single greatest concentration of treasure anywhere in this town. Yes, I I can see why such an item would be worth murdering several people in the streets. Not that I'd ever do such a thing, but. Uh, uh, who honestly would know about this and who would your dwarf spy have let slip to told uh, who could have found out about this it doesn't seem like there's very many people in the know there isn't it's there are there are people in the know and they're pulling the strings behind a lot of things uh i believe that the recent escalation of Xanathar's guild and, and Zintarum members clashing in the streets is over this very item as well. I, I'm sorry I had not mentioned this earlier, but it, you can understand I did not think it pertained to this precisely, nor did I want to get anyone mixed up in 
my family's folly. Is this why you were kidnapped? Or not yes. you, but Flynn, well, and they thought Flynn, he was you. Poor man. Yes. That is exactly why. They thought there would be more information on where the stone was, and at that point, I we had, I mean, we had already lost track of it. How did you lose track of something this valuable? Uh, there, there are many that would go to great lengths to steal such a thing, and there are only so many thieves one can bat away at the door. I think it had been in the Zentarum's hands, and I believe also then it changed to Xanathar's guild, and I believe Dalakar took it from them. And then someone took it from him. What appears so, as I do not see it in your possession. And from what I gather of the city watch that I've already been questioning, I, they don't seem to know much. Uh, one one final question from, uh, at least on my end. Please. It seems that Dalakar may have been seeking Silver or I out right before his death. Any reason as to why that might be that comes to your mind? Uh, I mean, he knew of you as those who saved me and friends of mine. Uh, I'm certainly not the one that can keep it safe. Perhaps he trusted in what he knew of you already? Uh, I, it seems like a far fetch, but... Who else might have known about Dalakar and known he was looking for the stone? Or guessed? Oh, take any take any number of guesses of Xanathar's guild or, or Zentarim or... Uh, who knows, the... the the Lord's Alliance may even have known. I, 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 who knows? That's vague and unhelpful. Yeah, incredibly, <laughs> and I, I do apologize. <laughs> uh, oh, well, huh. I'm sorry for the loss of your, well, spy. Um, huh. oh, he was my father's. <laughs> Well, yes, I, I'm sure that you probably did not like him much. Uh, uh, hmm. Do you happen to know uh, anything about mechanical men and how they might be mixed up in all of this? Random question. <laughs> mechanical men? No, no, I've... No, I've not heard of such things. And believe me, that sounds... Well, and he kind of looks around. Amazing. Yes. Raynar, do you happen to know any of the victims of today's attack, aside from Dolokar? Oh, very, very few were named for me by the City Watch. I, I'm afraid I, I don't. No. Do you know that my stepfather, Lord Randall, was one of the individuals killed? And at this, you see Raynar just breathe a very heavy sigh. I'm so sorry, Mr. Narad. I, 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 I had no idea. 
already uh, my family keeps causing destruction and, and, and pain and trauma wherever they go. I was just trying to lighten everyone's life with some merriment and here again, uh, something heavy seems to always land on me. Such is life, Reynar, it seems. One more question. Do you know if your father ever met Lord Randall or my mother, Arvine Naran? Um, I don't, I don't believe so. It is not, not to my knowledge. Silver with a nine insight uh, roll. You believe him? Yeah, it's he's he's been very forthcoming so far. You would you would be shocked if he started lying about this. Mm -hmm. Look, it's my family's business, but uh, the whole thing I would just rather put behind me. I I cannot have it hurting the people that I'm becoming friends with. It's not what I want my life to be at all. I renounce my father. I renounce the money. I I just want this to stop. I want it to, to end, and I want people to be safe again in this city. And I'm afraid that's going to continue while such a tantalizing carrot is placed before the horse. Out of curiosity... Just, just so while we're on the topic of blood, potential blood bats, you don't know if your father knows that the stone has gone missing, yes? I would have assumed that Dalakar would try to remove the stone from Waterdeep and get it back to him in Neverwinter. Obviously, Dalakar felt that he he was not able to do such a thing, which is perhaps why he was coming here. Maybe he would stash it. Well, the heat died down, and he would be able to take the stone elsewhere. I see. I just don't want to, how shall we say, when, once we get embroiled in this, I would hate to make an enemy of your father. Oh, I, his power is waning. He is not what he was. He just has information. That's, and... Well, he has spirited away a great deal of money. But even he doesn't have access to it, not without the stone, so... Uh, thank you for being so forthcoming, dear Rena. It is uh, something yes. I appreciate very much in an investor, but also a friend. Aye, well... It is good to get it off my chest, you know. It's family business is never easy. Yes, thank you for being so forthcoming, Raynar. Uh, as a matter of business, we are planning to... We were planning to open in a couple of nights, and clearly we can't open with our windows shattered out like this, so... I don't see why. <laughs> well, yes, Amelia's uh, preference is notwithstanding. Perhaps you could assist with the repairs monetarily? Oh, oh, of course. I, I will fix up the place. We'll, we'll give it a good coat of paint if you'd like uh, to... Unless you Don't like the burn mark on the outside. Oh, well, okay. Uh, well, we can fix any of the windows that you'd like. I, I'll, I'll send someone by tomorrow, I promise. That would be agreeable. 
And while you're at it, if there's any way, Reynal, that you can use your influence and connections in the city to find any information at all about whether somebody saw the figure on the roof that threw this fireball that caused this horrific explosion, we'd really appreciate any information you could find. Uh, I mean, honestly, it seems to me that you know more than the City Watch at this point. Yes, no doubt. I've met enough members of the City Watch recently to know that that's probably the case. But okay, well, all the same, if you hear of anything that might be useful, please let us know. Oh, indeed. Uh, I will leave this nasty business in your hands. Uh, and at this, Volo tips back the rest of his Long Island iced tea that he was drinking. It's basically the equivalent of like a, a B-52. Nice, okay. So also, uh, if he tipped back the rest of that after the course of this, I don't know, 15-minute conversation, yeah. Volo's probably smashed. Yeah. That was basically made with the strong samples that the Vintners had left us. Okay. Yeah, he's just kind of wobbling in his chair a little bit. He puts on his hat, but puts it really low over his eyes. Well, this is certainly enough excitement for one day. Um, if I can be of any other service, please don't hesitate to contact me. And uh, Lissandra, I believe this was your beast. And uh, he kind of motions to the, the flying snake uh, that had followed him in and kind of set up shop in the corner of the building. Oh, oh um, yes. Uh, thank you, my dear Nixa. You, you do realize that... The flying snake is the way that Zentarum communicate with each other as well, yes? Only through tattoos. I've never seen one that has one like mine. Oh, there are several. They, Yes, this is certainly one way that they do it. Um, really? Interesting. Yes. Do you know if they have any larger ones? Oh, that I don't know. No, of course not. Um, Fascinating. This is an excellent point, though. I shall remember this. Yes, it would be difficult if people saw me being contacted by flying snakes, but um, I will visit the Awning Portal every single day. Uh, if you have anything to, to leave for me or, or to ask of me, just leave it with Durnham. Uh, absolutely. I shan't send Nixa to you anymore unless she is a oh. cuttlefish. Oh, well, <laughs> that's terrifying. A flying cuttlefish? Oh, no, just a normal cuttlefish. But how would she get there then? Very slowly. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and at this, they seem ready to kind of take their leave, and Raynar is um, steadying Volo uh, as they're heading toward the door and grabbing their hats. Silver has um, did end up sitting, and now he's going to stand up to kind of <laughs> say goodbye to them. Not say, but you know. But then, uh, you know what? He's sitting, he's, he stands and then he sits back. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. You're going to see Squirm. You'll, you'll, you'll have to forgive him. He's had a bit of a day. Yes, well, happy hunting to all of you who wish to undertake such a momentous quest. Godspeed.
<laughs> That's not terrifying. A momentous quest. Please tell me they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> Do you finally like sprawl back in the chair? No. no. <laughs> Silver, oh, thank God. Silver now stands back up and he's ready to. What time is it now, Andy? Uh, at this point, it's about eight in the evening. Silver has had a day, and I think, yeah. I mean, Silver is, his, his eye is towards, like, going to get, like, a bath and sleep and shit. Because he's still, like, he hasn't shot, like, bathed all day for, since the explosion and everything. Indeed. So he's a mess. Yes. Uh, are we in agreement, though, that we should uh, perhaps go to the Temple of Gone first thing in the morning tomorrow? She'll look at Square, Amelia, and Silver. I think that's a good idea. The question that I have is if the puppet on the roof and the figure that actually took the item were on the same side. Oh, the ghost had some insight. The ghost said that there were multiple targets of the fireball and some of the targets, at least one, survived. So that implies to me that perhaps there are multiple parties involved here. Indeed. Thank you, my dear ghost friend, Lissandra will sort of say to the atmosphere. Squirm's going to pour out the ghost drink at the end of the bar. Excellent, yeah. Uh, and you do... Um, yeah, and you, you just to kind of clarify, you would then think that this, if the stone is the thing that was stolen, it's not with the mechanical person, probably. It's more with the person who took it um, and went ran east and limped that way. But the mechanical people would be our only lead, perhaps. Also true, yeah. Unless you have another idea that you want to follow up with yeah i mean what silver would say is like yes we should pay a visit to the temple of god and i think tomorrow night we should also try to pay a visit to the villain Ram, perhaps i i am in yes. agreement although uh, your mother doesn't have your mother uh, does your mother have specific bondage hours perhaps we should <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. we can respect those. <laughs> we can respect those. Um, oh God, your 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 family's in textiles, right? Silver is the safety word. Argyle. <laughs> Silver is ignoring all of this. He is deeply embarrassed that he said anything. Worm is also sort of like has like a, a half full sort of glass of ale that he's sort of almost swirling around. They headed east. What's east? Troll Skull Alley doesn't have an exit there, but it seems like every... Oh, it does have an exit there. Never mind. Theoretically, um, he could have then gone north there. He probably wouldn't have gone south, you think, if he went that way. 
But when I'd investigated along here, I thought I had noted that there was that sewer access. Certainly, yes, you do so, know that as well. And Scorn's like, there's... He either broke north, or... Since it seems like every criminally inclined individual in this entire city uses the sewers as their own personal highway, he might have gone down there. Indeed. Perhaps we can outfit Nixa with something more, how shall we say, olfactory. Something that smells more? Yes. Rather than, I don't know, flies and hisses, and she'll make like little snake motions with her hand at Nixa, who will then look indignant. Oh. I thought you meant an outfit that smelled. <laughs> that, to be fair, was also what Squirm thought you were referring to. And Squirm did not understand how you were going to do that. Squirm would also make the point that someone who was badly burned and bleeding going into the sewers may not make great time and will almost certainly be contracting a horrible infection. Yes. One would hope. That sounds like a person Squirm would enjoy questioning. So we look for the burnt, infected person. That was actually somewhat Squirm's point, yes. Think of the experiments. Yes, and yes. I mean, we could honestly, they'd already be in pain, so honestly, they'd be so easy to question. Ah, oh, I do love things that are more efficient. At any rate... I don't generally want people in pain for my experiments. Oh, I just meant for the questioning. We could numb them after. I don't understand. <laughs> At any rate, uh, Lysandra's going to sort of uh, start retiring upstairs. Um, okay. I, I think I am going to turn in unless there's any business we need to attend to this evening. I want to be fresh for our investigations at the Temple of Gaunt tomorrow. Yes, I'm going to retire also. Um... Squirm is still slightly confused as to why we would investigate the Temple of Gond. I guess we could ask if a mechanical man has gone missing. Yes, I mean, or rogue, or something We've like had that. established the stakes that basically every major power broker in this city wants this object. This it seems more to the point to pursue the object. This is true. I agree. We could go now. But the the individuals involved with the mechanical man might have information about the other parties involved in searching for the stone of Galore. Something tells me the, the, the thing about mechanical contraptions such as this, particularly mechanical contraptions of that complexity, somebody usually creates them. They're very expensive to create, and when they start having free will, somebody has an issue. That's what I'm going off of. You don't know that it had free will. The point is that it could have been ordered by the Temple of Gond, and if it was, why would they tell us anything? This is true. However, it doesn't strike me that a Tinkerer's Guild would be so in on Reyno's secrets. It seems more like the major power players in town. That being said, Andy, is the Temple of Gond like some rumored secret hideaway for high-powered 
citizenry? Uh, not necessarily that. No, no. Scorn's gonna sort of pause. Yeah. If I was a crime lord and I wanted to dispatch an assassin, a being that literally possessed no free will and could not confess what it did would seem like a pretty good operative. I mean, that's why the whole, you know, Monastery of the Frozen Heart does the thing with the lips and the sewing. Ugh. Hmm. Fascinating. What? <laughs> it, different monastery. Very creepy. Worst meetings ever. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible snacks. How do they talk in meetings if their lips are sewn shut? They just bring those, they bring little writing boards and That's write. not and efficient. No, it makes the meetings even longer, and Squirm already hated the meetings. <sighs> so and you have to look at the lips. <laughs> Lysandra will sort of look at Amelia and Squirm and say, ah, I mean, if you wish to go check out the sewers tonight, I suppose I could take it. Silva, are you up for a little more exploration, or shall we let you to your evening? Yes, of course, if, if we want to go investigate the sewers tonight. I can do that. Can we, do I have time to put on my armor and maybe wash yes, up a little I, bit before I, we leave? I shall assist you uh, in the armor putting on, not the washing up. You can do that yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's so that's all silver. Like, yeah, he's tired, but he's more motivated to kind of get to the bottom of this. So um, sure. he definitely wants to, to get his armor on, wash up, and during all of that, um, he will try to take a moment to to just kind of have a moment with Lysandra upstairs. Um, She'd be helping you into yeah. your armor. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. He'll, as that's happening, he'll say, um, Lysandra. And he'll wait for Sandra to say. Oh, okay, okay, yes. I mean, she's she's like literally right there. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Silver is so so privileged. <laughs> he has to wait for the people to acknowledge him before speaking. <laughs> no, I I think. Honestly, it's kind of the opposite, right? Because, uh, like, okay. I think maybe he'd be accustomed to, like, he's going to assume that somebody's listening. But in this case, he wants to make sure that, like, oh, okay. like basically, he TJ, wants response like, and buy-in to make sure that yeah, people are paying I, attention to him. Okay, I get that. And it's yeah. a serious, it's a serious, like, he's trying to get you to stop fussing about the armor and to like make eye contact with him. Cassandra uh, gotcha. would probably yeah, be like, hmm, this, this fussy joint needs oiling. Why have I said that before? Yes, Silver. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, he'll just, so he'll say, um, I wanted to say, I'm sorry. I owe you an apology for my behavior over the past week. And I know that you are trying your best to get me to be serious and to take my obligations seriously. And I know I wasn't particularly responsive to your efforts on that front. 
I hope you understand that I'm going to be trying harder going forward. Dear Silva, you made a most beautiful uh, impression upon your name day. That, amongst any other apologies, is means more to me than anything else. I know that you will be, how shall we say, more focused going forward. I am worried about your mother knowing so much about our plight, though. We, we will have to check in on that. Yes, yes, we will. And really, it's just that we're very close, and so I just know things about what she likes in the bedroom, just because she was always comfortable kind of just talking about <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. No, no. Actually, the, the rumors are everywhere. Don't, don't, don't mind that. She, oh, she, she's yes, known, she's no. known as the nouveau riche bondage mommy. Right. Oh, yes, those, those rumors. Those are the, the only rumors, right? I mean, as far as... Up, from up the stairs, I feel like you can hear Squirm's voice. They're definitely not. Silver, Silver um, wants desperately to for us to take a bathroom break. Okay, that sounds good. And that, that's really ill-timed because he just got into his armor. <laughs> yeah, we can, we, can, we can do a brief intermission. Especially at Nouveau Reach Bondage, Mummy. Because it's only going to go downhill from there. And that, was, that was the pinnacle of my life. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is my art. Oh, man. All right. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes with more disquieting revelations about Silver's mother, I guess. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, uh, see you soon. This has been Waterdeep Dragon Heist on Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main podcast feed, Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. You can also learn more about our shared gaming projects at our website, HelpfulGoat.com. Follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook at HelpfulGoat, and find us on YouTube by searching Helpful Goat Gaming. And if you like what you hear, please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.